Houston, Texas, man. What's going on? It's your boy. Episode five. Uh, before we get started, Ash, you got anything you want to say? Hello. <laughs> Excited. I would like to say, um, in light of it being uh, March the 10th, yes, sir. Um, happy International Women's Day. I Thank missed that. You. And uh, rest in peace to the late, great, notorious B.I.G. Let's get into the episode. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, no idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do, but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallets. So, Houston, Texas, um, we're back. Welcome to episode five of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. My name is John Rawls Dyke, and before we get started with the episode, we want to introduce our, our social media handles. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Rawls Dyke and Still underscore Visionary. And my website is www.stillvisionary.com. Ash! Yes. What's going on with you? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm well. we'll, we'll uh, let's go ahead, because I don't want to get into the conversation and get <laughs> elbows in and then have to interrupt with the uh, with the social media handle. So gotcha. where can people follow you? So you can follow me on Instagram. Personal is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, the number four, Odom, O-D-O-M. And for my business, Amazing Occasions, that is O-M-A-Z-I-N-G, Occasions. And also you can follow me on Twitter at Ashley for Odom. And also I have a Facebook, facebook.com slash Amazing Occasions. Okay. Okay. Um, so today is March the 10th, 2019, and we have 300 Oh, well, I'm sorry, 296 more days left in the 2019 year. I did that as a way last year to um, uh, line up with my goals. At the end of the year, I wanted to be able to say, in 365 days, I accomplished this. Um, so let's get started with you, man. Um, so Houston, Texas, I have you know this. Uh, my sister and I here, and I, and I don't use that term lightly, my sister and I here, um, we uh, go way back. Uh, we both went to U of H together. Go Kooks. Uh, go Kooks for sure in the <laughs> building. Um, and um, more recently, we are both, or I don't know if Ash is still educating, but we're both educators. And yes. uh, 
This is an educator that I look up to. She uh, was actually one of the first ones that kind of pushed me into the realm of wanting to be an educator. Ash, let's start with you, man. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well. So what's going on with you? Right now, life is busy. Like you mentioned, started off as an educator, Mm -hmm. um, graduated from U of H in 05 Mm -hmm. and went into education the beginning of 07. And I was a teacher for seven and a half years. Mm -hmm. After I left the classroom, I was an instructional technology specialist for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And along the way, I became involved with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Mm -hmm. And I was a faculty member in their teacher quality retention program during the summer. So Mm -hmm. I did that from 2014 that summer through summer 2017. And that actually evolved into a full-time position as of May of last year. So I'm a program manager of teacher development. So I still work with teachers, Mm -hmm. actually those that are aspiring to be teachers and those in their first three years of teaching that go to our 47 publicly funded HBCUs across the country. Okay, so um, when I created this podcast, this podcast was all about um, giving a platform for creatives to... um, come on and talk about their experiences and their journeys. Now, I understand that part of being a creative is that you have to be thrust into that that atmosphere. So you start off somewhere paying the bills. Yes. And then then in paying the bills, it gets to a point where it's just like, damn, this, I'm tired of this. And I want to be able to move on. So before we, Houston, Texas, I know we normally talk to the creators and Ashley is a creative, but I want to get, I want to get, because I saw on Instagram the other day, uh, the whole thing with Terrence J and he's an ambassador and all of that. Let's talk about that right quick. And let's talk about the whole purpose of the Thurgood, um, Thurgood Marshall Marshall, College Fund. Yeah. Yeah. So the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, what we try to do is we make sure that we are able to find and cultivate our talent in our HBCUs. Okay. A lot of spaces say that they have trouble finding, um, ready talent and they want to have more diversity. So Mm. we know what that means. So what we do is we find our talent, Mm -hmm. we um, do our recruiting, we get them knowledgeable and build them so that whenever they are ready to go into the field, that they are ready, day one. Not just ready because of the color of their skin, but Mm -hmm. ready to compete with anybody in any particular setting and um, area. So what we do on my end, since I work in our K-12 pipelines, being that I'm an educator, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. we work with those that are at HBCUs that want to be teachers and also those that graduated from HBCUs that are within their early years of teaching. Mm -hmm. And we provide them with professional development, support throughout the year, multiple resources, recruitment fairs, professionalism sessions. That way, whenever they do go to get those jobs, they're able to be ready, knowing Mm -hmm. all the things that they need to make them well-versed and to keep them in the classroom. Because you know, A lot of times you go to schools, depending on where you are, you may not see a lot of us. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, no matter what color they are, they get burnt out. Mm -hmm. They oftentimes leave education in their first three years of teaching. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like they have the support. Don't feel that they're, you know, trained, capable. Dealing with children is a lot. Mm -hmm. So we make sure we cultivate them and we're trying to retain and keep teachers in the classroom so when you say talent what what exactly do you mean when you say talent so with our organization we actually will go into schools so we'll go into schools and let them know of all the offerings that we have mm-hmm. we do have different internship programs we have different um like our, our program is one of the many we also offer scholarships and things of that nature many times they don't realize that there's so many resources out there so we go to the schools and we try to recruit so we let them know 
what we have to offer here at the eligibility requirements. If you are eligible, go in and, you know, get this because we're just trying to, you know, make you better, Mm -hmm. build you up. Many students that work with us at TMCF, they actually leave college with a job. Mm Or at least they've had exposure to so many different companies and organizations to set them up for success. That way, whenever they get out of college, boom, they're ready. Mm -hmm. And they already have those supports and resources in place. So um, I before and ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you know this. um, Ash, um, as an actor, um, you learn about the formalities of organizing things in terms of like a production. Mm -hmm. So I want to say that this show is not scripted. That's why every time I say to myself, I'm going to give the product first. Okay. I end up <laughs> I end up having to break the conversation to do this. But before we continue on, I have this um, black SVI t-shirt that I make for everybody that comes nice. on the episode. Thank you, bro. And I, and I want to uh, just basically uh, let, allow everybody to know that. Make sure you get that publicity out there. I want to to be able to allow everybody uh, who came on um, to have a portion of the company. So um, Thank you. I appreciate that. No doubt. Um, Keep going, talking about what you were saying. So you had mentioned Terrence J. Mm -hmm. So we have a gala that we have at the um, end of our leadership institutes. We have a leadership institute um, in the fall, Mm -hmm. and we always have a gala. And Terrence J. this past year happened to be one of our – presenters Mm -hmm. so when he came out you know he was speaking from the heart and he actually mentioned that he received a scholarship excuse me he received um support from Thurgood Marshall College Fund when he went to North Carolina Mm A&T so when this came up we you know didn't realize because you know he's been out of college for some years Mm -hmm. and so realized that he was actually a TMCF scholar back in the day and so they brought him on as our national ambassador Mm -hmm. so he actually is going to be one of the faces of TMCF to be able to go out and give support and you know spread the wealth spirit the knowledge of all that we do because a lot of we have 47 publicly funded HBCUs not in the state of Texas but just well, in the state of Texas we support Prairie View A&M and Texas Southern okay and it's just so if you look at like Wiley if mm. you look at um, East Baptist yeah those are privately funded okay. so they would be under new, the um, United Negro College Fund. And Paul Quinn, too. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, the only two we support in Texas are Texas Southern and Prairie View because they're publicly publicly funded. Okay. Okay. So if you had to define TMC with one word, what, what word would you use to define them or define the organization? Now? To define the organization? Mm-hmm. One word. Man, can it just really be one word? Or a couple. A couple. To me... I would say black excellence. Black excellence. For me, everything that we do, we're doing it to be able to lift up and create and cultivate and just make the students that we know are raw talent, Mm -hmm. worthy talent, Mm -hmm. making sure that they're able to be in the spaces that they are qualified to be in and be prepared. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure we do everything in excellence. We expect excellence of those that we pour into and mm-hmm. then they expect that out of us as well. Okay. Many students that are supported through TMCF, we may be their way of being able to make it through college because mm-hmm. of scholarships where we meet needs. Many of our teachers that come through the program that I'm over the teacher quality and retention program, they say that if it weren't for our program, they would have no professional development or quality mm-hmm. professional development. Mm-hmm. So when they come to us in the summer for those 12 days, they're thirsty for it and they leave rejuvenated and refreshed and ready for that next school year because many times they don't feel they have the support that they need where they are. 
So they feel that with us, it's a safe place to be able to learn and also be able to network and grow with like peers around them. No doubt. No doubt. So um, as an educator in this program, how do you foster um, being able to, how do you foster, because, you know, a lot of kids that I teach nowadays always come off saying, I don't, I'm not going to need this. I'm going to go to trade school. How do you um, teach thinking outside the box to them? Well, when it comes to the fellows that we have, everybody that we have there isn't your typical reading math teacher. We support those that, you know, electives and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. One thing that we make sure we focus on is teachers being able to cater to all students. Mm -hmm. Every student that you have is not going to be your perfect A student. Many of them aren't going to like school. Many of them might just be there because they have to be there. Mm -hmm. And that's just the nature of the world. And so we focus on making sure that they're able to reach all students no matter if it's your highest of the high, if it's your bubble kids, if it's the ones that don't want to be there. So we do that through talking about standard-based instruction, also talking about things like being, you know, a culturally responsible teacher, you know, culturally responsive teacher, being able to have professionalism. Also, we know that many times technology is a way that you can get those kids that sometimes are, you know, real outcasts and don't want to, you know, be involved. So we have a lot of different methods, but making sure that you're able to reach all children, no matter if you're in the richest of districts or if you're in one where you might still be using chalk. So because we do have some that are like that. So we definitely make sure that we look at the diversity of the group that we have. And even amongst themselves, they learn different and they've had different experiences. So to keep in mind that your students are going to be the exact same way. Okay, what songs on your mind right now? Right now, I was listening to Queen a little bit earlier. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody and that's really stuck with me about the last week and a half. Also, the new Solange, okay. Dreams, okay. Benz. Right. It's just a, a vibing, grooving album. So yeah. I literally was driving, about to go to Turkey Leg Hood the other week. <laughs> and, and I was about to take the Benz exit. And I was yeah. like, so appropriate right now. Yeah. But yeah. But that's just really, like we were talking earlier, I'm a podcast type chick. Mm. So a lot of times I don't listen to the radio as much, but mm. if something's hidden, I'm going to have it on constant repeat. Yeah. Also one yeah. thing, yeah. um, love theory by Kirk Franklin. Okay. His newest. It's, okay. He knows how to make a jam. Yeah. And it's, it's talking about the Lord. Yeah. The jams. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's been on repeat as well. And, uh, for me in lieu of Biggie Smalls having passed 22 years ago, I'm going to go with sky's the limit mm. for me. Um, on radio yesterday, we were playing a Biggie tribute all day long. Mm-hmm. So, "Sky's the Limit" that really was one that kind of stuck stuck to me, and um, mm-hmm. I think about it all the time. Just mm-hmm. you know, reaching that point where you're uh, actually shooting past it, like yeah. you're soaring and shooting past it. Yeah. You can never do wrong with Biggie. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's crazy. It's been 22 years. I remember that day. It mm. was a Sunday. Mm. I remember watching. TV, watching Sony on MTV, mm-hmm. and I remember Kurt Loder, I think that was the guy, came on the screen and said that he, and I was like, dang. Crazy. I, was in, I, was, I think I was a freshman in high school. Crazy. Crazy, but yeah. I was thinking about that yesterday because I was speaking to my mother, and uh, I told her I loved it, and I was thinking about if Biggie Smalls ever got the chance to say that to his mom one more time. So I, for me, I think it, it, it became an emotional thing for me because I was like, man, you know, a lot of people don't get that last time to say, well, I love you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I, I wrote that on Facebook the other day. I was thinking about that, and uh, it really came to my mind because they had been playing and everybody was recollecting on their memories mm-hmm. about Biggie Smalls on the radio. 
So uh, I thought that, and 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 the night before, I said that I made sure that when I left my mom's crib, I had told her I loved her. You have to, with my parents staying out of town, you know, mm-hmm. I talk to them, you know, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. But after every, we end, whenever we end any conversation, mm-hmm. just have to say, you know, I yeah. love you. Yeah. Because you really, yeah. nowadays, For sure. you just don't know. For sure. So, um, Ash, I want to get into the shits, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because this is the What's Next podcast is a podcast from a creative made for the creative. So I'll take you back to circa, let's say 2000. How long has Instagram been out? Oh, two. Maybe about seven maybe, years, maybe? I was, ooh, I was going to say maybe like around 09 or 10. Okay. Okay, it wasn't then, but... I'll say circa 2012, 11, okay. 13. Okay. You know, I'm, I, don't, I do a lot of trolling, but good trolling, <laughs> right? And I just like to see what people are doing in their lives. Like, you know, because yes. like we go back, going back to the conversation about being educators, you do it for so long. And then, you know, every year before I start the school year, I always count the number of days that we have, mm-hmm. right? So out of 365, we're usually working around 176 this year. Mm-hmm. Last year was 178. So mm-hmm. I wonder what people are doing with the remainder of the year. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at your Instagram, and I'm like, damn, Ashley's always promoting something. Like, always. Yeah. If it's not AKA, it's, it's, yeah, it's some fundraiser. And then I look at your following, and I was like, god damn. <laughs> Ashley got about- <laughs> 6,000, 7,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. And then you start to say something about amazing occasions. Yes. That's what I, I really want to talk about today. Talk, okay. Let's t- let's start let's, off there. Let's talk about Where it. did that come from and what is that about? Gotcha. So I've always been, like you said, a creative. I'm just good working with my hands. I like to create stuff. Good. Okay. And one thing with me is I like to create stuff that I don't know anybody else is creating. Mm-hmm. So probably like you mentioned, pro- well, maybe around 12 or 13, I want to say about 2013, my um, sister in love, her sister was pregnant. And so she, yeah, you what? my, my sister in love. Okay. Well, not, not my sister. Okay. But it's a, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I got you. I got so you. So anyways, got you. I got you. she, um, said her sister was having a baby shower and she wanted to make her a diaper cake. And she wanted me to assist because she knew I was creative, like to do things like that. Mm -hmm. So me and her, I didn't realize how easy it was to make a diaper cake. And I kind of took over. I was Mm -hmm. supposed to be helping her, but kind of took over. And I took a picture of it and I put it on Facebook. I don't know if I put it on Instagram, maybe so. But I was like, you know, what do you guys think of this? Mm -hmm. Is this something that you think would be, you know, because I was like, I could do this. Mm. I was like, is this something you think people might be interested in? I got a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Mm-hmm. So that was in December because mm-hmm. um, Symphony was born in January. So January, I actually had a baby shower I was going to. I was like, okay, I'm going to try to recreate a diaper cake. And I'm going to see. So I made one, put all, just all this stuff into it. And people liked it. And then I started getting requests. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. okay. This is another okay. little stream of income. You know, okay. Okay. as a teacher, you're a you know, full-time job. Facts. That's something I can do as extra. Facts. Most teachers got another hustle. Mm-hmm. So All if you teachers. go into teaching, <laughs> you're going to need another hustle. <laughs> so I ended up making these diaper cakes and, you know, it, it was it was lucrative. It was keeping me busy. First year, pretty much about every, about every week, every other week I had an order. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, everybody don't have baby showers. Mm-hmm. So how else 
can you add on to this business? Mm. So somewhere I was online and I saw these chocolate covered Oreos. Mm -hmm. I looked it up. I'm like, this isn't that difficult. Saw what I needed to put into it. So a little bit of, you know, you got to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. Picked up some stuff and I ended up making, um, I had a sorority meeting. It was in May. Had a sorority meeting. And I ended up um, making some pink chocolate covered Oreos and put a green ivy leaf on it. Mm. Sorrows love anything pink and green. Okay. You know what? We, we, I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, but, you know, it, Houston, Texas, if you look around, uh, you'll see the uh, um, one of the greatest sororities. Well, let me say the greatest sorority. The greatest. Because, Remember your wife. Because my wife is Remember in that case. Shouts to my wife. Can you t t really quick introduce <laughs> that? Tell us where, you know, what, what chapter you belong with and, yes. and where you pledged that in the air. Well, so, whatever. Yes, yeah. so... I was initiated into the greatest sorority, looking into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated in fall of 2003. Okay. So I am 15 years in the game. Mm. I might not look it, but it's been 15 years. Mm. And um, that was at the University of Houston Epsilon Lambda chapter. And I'm currently in the Missouri City Mu Kappa Omega chapter mm. right now. Okay. So, yes. So, so this year you're turning 16. Yeah, I'll be 16 in okay. October. Okay. Okay. So, yes. So, so so continue on. You yes. made you made so the, the Oreo cookies. I made the Oreos the and case. I took them to a sorority meeting. Mm -hmm. And I just had just a few. Mm -hmm. Gave them out and I had people asking, you know, oh, do you have any more? And so I was like, well, how do you like them? Just kind of taste testing. And they loved them. And it literally, boom, took off. Mm -hmm. So I had an opportunity because Cosmo's birthday was the next month. Mm -hmm. So he had his pool party. Mm -hmm. So me, I'm like, let me make some Oreos. Mm -hmm. That way people will see it. Oh, what is this? Just, you know. Mm -hmm. Trying to advertise, mm -hmm. taking you mm -hmm. know using your own money, but you know putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the cookies took off, okay. absolutely took off. One day I was making, I just made some like chocolate covered strawberries mm -hmm. for me, and I took a picture of them, put them on. <clears throat> you may put them on the ground as usual. You know I take pictures of yeah, all the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had someone hit me up, hey, because she knew I had a business. She was like, oh, can I order some strawberries? It wasn't even an item. Mm -hmm. But since she asked, mm -hmm. I mean, why not, you know, order them from me instead of having to go to Godiva or somewhere? Yeah, I'm much yeah. cheaper than them. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> did the Oreos. And then someone asked, do you do Rice Krispie Treats? Mm -hmm. Didn't do them at the time. But, hey, you I can do them. In there. Mm -hmm. So now with Amazing Occasions, I have, I don't do the diaper items as much, mm -hmm. but chocolate covered Oreos, chocolate covered strawberries. I do chocolate covered pretzels. Okay. Um, I also do personalized chip bags. Okay. I started that last year. And again, there's other people that do these things, but for me and my media circle, I didn't know too many people that did them. Okay. So the thing that I started actually two days ago is now um, Drunken Suckers. Okay. So actual lollipops for adults. Okay. So that's new because I don't know anybody else okay. in Houston that does that. Mm -hmm. So just trying to always reinvent myself. And I'm person, I'll always try something once. I tried candy apples once. Didn't go too well. Yeah. And there's plenty of people. I had someone the other day. Are you going to think of them? Like, there's plenty of people that do them. It was more of a pain to me. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy that experience. It was frustrating. Okay. So, me, the things that I do, a little bit of a perfectionist. So, what I do, I do well. Okay. And it's 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 a nice side hustle. Yeah, I enjoy I, it. You know, I, and, and I think that for me, you know, I think that really kind of just was like, and I'll lead into where I'm, I'm going with this, but I'm watching your Instagram and I'm like, 
damn, Ashley's always promoting something. Like she's mm-hmm. always it, it, back in the day you used to have the house parties and you would mm-hmm. always have some some dish that you made outside mm-hmm. of the norm. We would all bring stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you would have some dish. But I'm looking on, on Instagram and I'm looking on Facebook because I follow you on both. And I'm just like, damn, she's always doing something. Like, you always got some kind of snack or something on, on the gram. And I'm just like, well, damn, what is that all about? But what really got me to saying, okay, it's time to bring her on the podcast was this. <laughs> so I was watching Facebook and I was like, I was just scrolling down, scrolling down. And you said, you said, it's time to invest in me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were printing shirts, which is I do on the side as mm-hmm. well. That one you got on right now was really nice. Oh, yeah, man. You know, uh, <laughs> I uh, tried to, I did it with the last podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I just had the logo redone. But I like to kind of, like, the thing was that I'm always, I think that you should, everybody should get off the name brand, especially if you have something that you represent. True. And I think that the best way to be able to represent your stuff without, saying it all the time is through clothing. Exactly. So um, I just press it. And I think that in the in the, in the podcast, I want to just continue to wear them, mm-hmm. continue to wear them. And eventually when we make it to 10 episodes, I'll probably start to give them out as well as the T-shirts. But I just, uh, you know, I saw you and I'm just like, yo, she's grinding. And that kind of pushes you to kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, well, you know, I and shortly after that, when I saw you doing it, I was like, all right, well, I had 25 shirts already pressed in the mm-hmm. house. And I don't know why I was waiting for the time to to get on the on the IG promotion or the Facebook promotion, but I was just like, all right, it's time because I get so distracted with what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Everything for me comes back to the films. Yeah. Eventually, mm-hmm. I'm gonna drop this full length film, but Come you know that's now. not neither here nor there. It's just eventually. <laughs> it's but, coming. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> but um, so take us. Th- what is your favorite uh, thing to make in amazing occasions? so many things I did like you mentioned I did start making the shirts Mm -hmm. right now that might be my favorite just because you can take something so simple as Mm -hmm. a blank Mm tee and transform it into so much I'm a t-shirt freak Mm -hmm. I that's just one thing that's hard for me to not buy Mm -hmm. if a shirt just pops and I see it I have to get it right then yeah so for me because you can make it for a baby, a child, mm. a kid, teen, adult. Facts. So I really do. I just really do enjoy that. And so, like you said, I mean, over time, I've had to buy printers. Like I was going when I was doing the well, I still do the edible edible images for my um, cookies. Mm-hmm. I was going to a baker and paying them. Oh, excuse me, a baking supply store paying them eight dollars a sheet to print off my images. Mm-hmm. And if you got a big order, that racks yeah. up. That cuts into your profit. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, damn, I can do that. So did some, let me did some research. Oh, just certain types of printers. Okay, let me get the printer. Oh, you can get ink here. You mm-hmm. can get frosting sheets mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You can actually get some of this stuff off Amazon. Facts. I was like, no. So what ended up being in all probably about $120 that I spent up front. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have to go use gas money. Mm-hmm. And get printing yeah. $8 a sheet money. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can do this myself. Yes. And so yes. whenever I looked at the shirts, I ended up getting the press. I was like, okay. Yeah. Small change to spend yeah. it first. And yeah. I've already, I made that money back within like a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, you know, work smarter, not harder. There's too many things you can do on your own. Yeah. Like your shirt, you could get somebody to press those for you or. Yeah. 
you could get your own blanks, get your own vinyl, too many places they got it, mm-hmm. and make it happen. And that was the thing. So um, I realized that, you know, and this is just, I'm, I'm glad, because you just kind of just brought it out. I mean, I got I to gotta say it. Go ahead. Uh, so in the beginning of the last, the previous venture that I won't mention, you, you, I mean, you, we've been family mm-hmm. for damn near 15 years, it's 16 been- well, you you crossed in 03. I crossed in 03. I graduated. Yeah, I graduated yeah. the summer of 03 from mm-hmm. high school and then made my way to U of A. So mm-hmm. somewhere 03, 04. Yeah. But, uh, at you know. At least 15. Right at 15 yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I had started, uh, you know, with the with the film and wanted to start a company. But we kept saying, you know, um, got a brand, got a brand, got a brand. And then eventually it was sometime earlier last year mm-hmm. where... What it was, okay, let's tie it back in. So the educational system, mm-hmm. what we try to do at school is we try to, um, especially with the program that we just let go of, we try to teach kids certain skills. Mm-hmm. We understand that all kids are not meant for four-year schools. All kids Absolutely. are not meant for uh, JUCOs and community colleges. Yeah. All kids are not meant for trade schools. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I notice is that when I listen to radio, um, especially uh, you know the syndicated radio and the satellite mm-hmm. radio, it's always DJs running the show. Mm-hmm. Always DJs running the show. So my man, Francesco Bain, he brought a DJ to teach kids how to DJ. Mm-hmm. He also brought a guy to teach kids how to digitally uh, create logos and, mm-hmm. and print shirts and all of that. So I remember, you know, I had I had the same three shirts, a burgundy one, a navy one, and a red one, and I was recycling mm-hmm. them. Gotcha. When I went on my bachelor party, I took two of those and I recycled them. I, kept, <laughs> I would wash them, hang them to dry, iron them a little bit, fold it so that it wouldn't it would it would last. Mm-hmm. And I went to the man. I was like, "Hey, man, so what are you doing here? What are you what are you trying to teach her how to do?" And he was like, "Well, create this logo and eventually press it." And I started my the light bulb in my head was like ping, and I was like, "Oh, so you you, you press shirts because mm-hmm. we have a department at school that does that too." Mm-hmm. And he was trying to charge me a quarter per half inch, quarter inch. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it just gets expensive. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, I got him a higher resolution logo, mm-hmm. hollered at my homegirl at work, and she walked me through how to press it. And then I was like, well, damn, I'm just going to press it all. So I, exactly. af- after that, I pressed about 30 T-shirts that same day. Mm-hmm. And I took the machine for ransom at work. <laughs> Then my man comes to me at work and he's like, "Hey, Doc, I gotta, I gotta give it back." I'm like, "I'm just yeah. like, nah, nah. Can you stall for a minute? Because I was in the meantime, in the, man, in the midst was, of, yeah, I was thinking about how to set aside some funds to be able to get my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Then my man comes to me and he's like, "Hey, John Dollar, what they call me at work, John Dollar. Do you need a machine mm-hmm. and a cutter?" And I was like, "Yeah, I do." He was like, "Well, I got one for you. Oh wow! And you can just, you can just pay me when you get it." That's and and that's up. how I got my my stuff as long, as, long, as well as this this equipment except for the camera I bought the camera. Gotcha. But the audio equipment for this shout out to my man Darren Tizano. He's the one that put mm-hmm. me down with all this. When I hit him and I was like, "Hey man, I'm ready to I'm ready to blow up." He was like, "I'm glad you said that. Let's meet for lunch." And he brought me all this stuff. Cool. So you know, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, um, that of a blessing, man. I mean, just you know, I just yeah, I mean, it it just it just works when you get everything aligned and you start yep. to talk to people that are like minded. They put you in positions to win. So that's where yeah. I am right now. And that's how you do it, because I know when I was, I've been looking at getting a cameo for a while, mm. and I was just like, oh no, nah. I was like, I know people, and this is, I know people that you know 
have a machine. They mm-hmm. do shirts and whatnot. But there was a video. I think it was Kev on stage ended up posting it. And they also had one on Instagram mm-hmm. where they were talking about, no, the one on Instagram, what caught me first. They're talking about Rihanna mm-hmm. and how Rihanna ended up creating Fenty. Mm-hmm. Fenty. And so it's like she created a makeup line, but think about how many makeup lines there are. Exactly. And she could have easily been like, well, no, there's already so many people. Mm-hmm. Fenty mm-hmm. is blown up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's like, it's wrong it has. It for has. everybody. So it's like, I'm not trying to steal nobody's customers. No doubt. No doubt. It might be people that don't buy shirts. And just because they do business with me, yeah. they want to get shirts mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And that's I, how it is for me. And that's the thing. And it's just, and the thing is, I love doing it. And it's like, once you realize it's not that I don't want nobody else to do it, but I could do it for myself. Mm-hmm. So if I want to be real extra and put five damn colors on the shirt, I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about them charging me for every single color. I can do mm-hmm. it for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, in the next 296 days, um, what do you hope to accomplish well, for amazing occasions? For amazing occasions, I want to solidify these drunken suckers that I have just put into place. Um, haven't put them up for purchase yet. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a sample. Okay. Because I'm trying to get, you know, okay. ideas. Um, and I definitely want to, right now I'm in the process of getting my logo redone, okay. watermarking, business cards, mm-hmm. just because I had a particular logo for a while. And it, it was okay for what I was doing. But as I'm reinventing and adding things on, I'm like, hey, it don't hurt to, you know, freshen mm-hmm. things up. Mm-hmm. So definitely just kind of solidify. Hold on, because I think you're about to go into the last question. Before we okay. do that, hold on, before we do that, <laughs> I got, I want to leave you with this. Gotcha. Um, from the greatest rapper alive, Nazir. <laughs> I did I not know that was coming. I actually saw a post that Diddy did with him earlier and they were on a boat together. So, you know that. So did you say, <laughs> Uh, so the the uh, the Shout quote is, of course, Virgo <laughs> brother, always, always. <laughs> so uh, the quote is, turning nothing into something is God's work. Mm. Um, um, and you get nothing without struggling hard work. Yes. So that's from um, Nas. And uh, I don't have time to think about where it comes from, but I know it's a Nas lyric. Okay. So uh, what I like to do here on the podcast, before we let you go, um, the podcast was created from um, the aspect of... Um, being a creative and being in a moment of a project. And then when the project was rapping, you get to start to thinking what's next. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to pose that and be that. And that'd be the last question that I ask every feature on the podcast. What's next for you and what's next for amazing occasions. And I know you you were going on the way to it. So I had to stop Mm -hmm. you because I didn't want to have to ask the question again after you've answered it. So what's next for, for amazing occasions. Just right now, just some Mm rebranding, solidifying, What I find myself often doing is every time I see something, I add something. I just want to have a more solid list of items, Mm -hmm. having those prices solidified, um, being very consistent Mm -hmm. and making sure I just solidify what is amazing occasions. For me professionally, for the teacher quality retention program that I used to be a faculty member for, Mm -hmm. and then I was a staff member for, now I'm the lead for that. So this summer I'll be leading my first Summer Institute okay. with my team, but okay. I am the lead. So definitely planning and making sure that this year's is the best that we've had. Okay. And just taking the realm and okay. on my grown woman. Okay. All that. Um, Houston, Texas, man. Uh, it's our time. Peace and blessings.
Yo, it feel like 95 Sachi on my body Biggie, Jigga, Puffy All that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies And them valleys, no Pilates More way, get you more way Nah, that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace Spades That Ace of Spades get cracked me like Cheers to the money guys The willy niggas Who buy them bottles And then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick. Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line. But love is shower time. You know it rose rain when your cloud is nine. Get off that high ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on priceless Audi. This the upper crust. Fuck is up. Over and Oh.